Welcome back to the Resilient Entrepreneur Podcast. I know you're here for something good. I'm telling you, I've got it today. This is Kevin Johnson of Leverage Consulting, and I was reading something this morning, something that it was just one of those things you scroll by in social media, but then it, it afterwards it got me thinking. And it was a it was a quote that someone pasted or put on their Facebook page, and essentially it was they would rather choke on opportunity than nibble on mediocrity. And that really got me thinking about connecting dots to things and I don't know about you, but sometimes when the when you connect the dots and the lights go or lights go on to the point of like illuminating an entire stadium here, it got me thinking uh, back in 1995, I decided to try my hand at trout fishing and my Wife Shelly was awesome enough to buy me a really phenomenal uh, fly rod set up, and I got into fly fishing. And with that, there's all these tiny little flies. And there's been so many things I've learned over the years, which I think somewhat applies to this and probably even applies to some of you right now based on the state of the economy and the state of what's going on because it is really, really amazing. And it's amazing because I'm immersed in this stuff day in and day out. It's amazing how some, and this is actually being written about now, people are just starting to wake up to this, but there are certain sectors of our economy where obviously they've struggled. And that's technically most of what you hear is where people are struggling, but there are also people out there who are absolutely killing it. They're doing a phenomenal job. They're building their businesses. They're growing their businesses. Their numbers are exploding. And... You know, then there's some that that they listen to the chatter, but they hold themselves back and they have more opportunity in front of them. And and this kind of gets to my point when I got into trout fishing and some of the things that I've learned over the years and what I learned very early on is it's crazy how you can catch some massive trout on tiny little flies. And for those of you, I mean, I I think the, the the biggest disparity I've had is probably catching about a 24-inch trout, a uh, 24-inch rainbow on, I believe it was a size 18 fly. And for the for some of you who really fly fish, I mean, we can go down to a 20 or 22, even 24, which are teeny tiny things that uh, are just just stupid small. But it's a crazy to catch a 24-inch fish on something that looks like something you'd wipe off a table and throw away like it's crumbs. And conversely, something that I didn't learn for a very long time is everyone throws all these tiny little flies, or many people throw these tiny little flies for trout, and they do very well. But the interesting thing that I didn't know for a very long time is that a trout can eat another trout that is equal to about one-third its size. So I saw these people who were who were fishing with these flies that are just huge and ultimately didn't realize that a trout can eat something one-third its length. And really what if we, it, it, you know, that got me thinking about us, us as business owners, us as, as human beings, and how maybe we underestimate what we're capable of doing. And here's this trout where we just have this perception that they only eat teeny tiny little bugs floating by in the water. But no, there is a huge 
percentage of these trout that actually they're meat eaters. They eat big stuff. And you have to think about how you run your business, how you run your day, how you run your month. And there's all these different analogies or all these different stories about how you can shoot for the moon. And at least if you land amongst the stars, you'll do really well. And really that gets to shooting and or putting your sights super high. And even if you come in somewhat below that, imagine how much further ahead you are at that point than where you were today. And when we start to understand ourselves, and, and, and for a lot of folks, my wife's a great example of what she's doing with her organization, and there's a lot of folks that, that choose not to do certain things because they think it's beyond themselves or they think it's too big, but they're working with them and coaching with them to think bigger. And for a lot of my clients, I do the exact same thing where we start looking at much, much bigger things. And I may even turn this into something more than a podcast. I may turn this into an actual video where I do a little bit of a breakdown because I think sometimes people don't see it. But I was going through a client's numbers this morning and I I have immense respect for this, this client and their team. And, you know, sometimes I don't think people really see the opportunity in front of them. And I love geeking out on numbers at times because the numbers, they can be historical and they can tell a story. And that's really all they are. They're just a historical story. And we can also use it to balance things out uh, or, or balance things in terms of balancing the, the human and just the business component of things. And they're, both of those things have to be there. You cannot be completely one-sided. But on the flip side, we can use these numbers to identify opportunity. And the really cool thing was I sat down and ran some numbers, did, did what I'll just say opportunity calculations. And interestingly enough, it was super easy to find $474,000 worth of opportunity. $474,000 of opportunity. And this is this is a business that technically there's others that I work with. You could really do that number in multiples. But the question is, how bad do you want it? And even if you gave it a half-hearted effort, let's just say you went at it and you only put 25% effort into it. Wow. That means we could grow this thing a hundred dollars to $125,000? Sounds pretty awesome to me. I don't know about you, but that's that's the beauty in some of this stuff. And and I think going back to my my thought, my analogy with this is sometimes we just need to think bigger and maybe lay out that opportunity in front of us so we can actually see it. And sometimes it works really, really well for yourself, but also maybe for your team. So they start to see the vision that it's really, and I will say the interesting thing is when I broke this down for clients and their teams and group meetings and presentations uh, or even big lectures, I've done, I broke this down. It's shocking how many times people think doing a little bit more means long hours and, and sweaty days and just awful work environment and things like that. And interestingly, one of my favorite things to see is when somebody grows 20% and people feel like they're working half the time. That, for me, is an absolute win. That's a beautiful place to be. And, and it's really because part of it is because it's just more fun. Part of it is we're more systematized now. Um, so that, I think, if, we, if there's a one massive takeaway you have from today's podcast, it is don't underestimate yourself. 
think bigger. I can assure you, you can do more, you can do better, but make it not make it feel like you're working yourself to the bone or working yourself to death. No, you can actually do more and ha- actually have more freedom. 